Revenue Rhino. I'm Brad Hammond, and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. We're interviewing successful sales and marketing leaders and discussing ways in which they're building lifelong relationships with their customers. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond, and today I have Carrie Jacquet from Big Panda. Carrie, it's really nice to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. So tell me a bit about yourself and about your company. Well, I've been in enterprise marketing pretty much all my life and, you know, have focused on mostly the area of marketing around building demand and great brands. And so I was fortunate enough to get this role at Big Panda and I'm delighted that I'm seeing some really amazing things coming out of the marketing organization here as well. Nice. That's amazing. And and tell me about Big Panda, what you guys do, who you are. I see even in your background, you got a lot of uh, pandas and logos. And I know there's a fun story behind that. Tell me a bit yeah, more sure. about everything. Sure. So uh, Big Panda helps IT operations teams avoid outages and then improve how quickly they can respond to incidents. And that ultimately helps the business teams who have to deliver those digital services to their customers feel confident that they can do that. And that's always been important, but it was particularly important in 2020. And so, you know, we were fortunate to be at the right place, kind of at a you know, a terrible time, but a, a good one that really transformed the role of IT operations from someone you, you know, may or may not know to suddenly being an essential service for the company. Nice. That's awesome. And tell me a bit about your fun culture and all that. You're telling me the story around your logo. I'd love that because it was a really awesome story. Well, I think, you know, with brands, it's important that the brand reflect what the company is really about. And our logo is fun, approachable, pretty straightforward and flexible. And when I got here, I learned that we were really flexible on the logo and how it was costumed. We take the logo and put different characters on the identity and we maintain some strict pieces of the of that when we're doing the design. But oftentimes if a customer wants to merge their identity with ours, we'll we'll do that or we'll take some really fun like we just did a bunch of Olympic logos using the panda. So, I think you know, it's a nice way for people to interact with the brand and it's true to who we are as a company. That's very cool. So tell me a bit about what the marketing aspect of your company looks like. Obviously, cool company. I love it. Awesome space. And what do you have cooking with marketing? Tell me a bit about that and all that's going on. Well, I guess before I talk about 2021, I'll tell you a little bit about what we learned in 2020. The pandemic was super disruptive, but it also gave us a chance to experiment and take risks and sort of personalize our marketing efforts much more. And you know, I've heard that from other marketers that had the same sort of experience, which was that it gave us a chance to not just go from one industry trade show to another <laughs> through the year trying to build up leads. It, it caused us to pause and think about how we were engaging with our community. And that really was a big game changer for us. Mm. We started doing events, virtual events, and the idea behind them was that we wouldn't 
do death by PowerPoint. We wouldn't do sales pitches. We just wanted to bring folks together who were experiencing similar issues and figure out, you know, how, how they could help each other. And that really resonated. It was authentic. It was helpful. Again, back to our brand values. And so that was the beginning of us rethinking everything we did from how we did webinars, how we did email marketing, how we did events, how we will continue to do those things. And so I would say moving into 2021, we built upon that. And now I would say our mix is much more balanced Mm. and our approach is always to think about the Panda way. Like, yes, we could have a webinar, but what's the Panda way to have a webinar? And so that was something that we had the ability to sort of step back and think about during 2020. And that has kind of set the tone for what we've done in 2021. Nice. I love that. So if we go into this year and kind of the way you guys are approaching some of this stuff, tell me about some of the unique things you've been doing and the approach there. So we, it may seem super silly, but one of the greatest things we did was we stood up a company store and that helps our inside salespeople with pipeline generation. It gives us a way to package things up and put them in the store for customers, prospects, partners to buy, or we give out vouchers and they can go get them free. And when everybody was just anxious for any sort of mail, including, you know, toilet paper shipments from Amazon, we were there, you know, with that company store delivering goodies every couple of weeks to our customers and to prospects. And so that's, you know, I think pretty unique. We've advanced it now to be much more ABM specific. So we know there are packages we set up for people who love sports and packages for people who love animals. And so that's made it easier for our field to use the store in a meaningful way with people. That's amazing. I love that. And tell me more about the stores, like like virtual store, in person. Like, what does that actually look like, tangibly and all that? Yeah, it's, it, it's just like a little. It's a little Amazon sort of, and you uh, can go check out all the stickers that we sell with all of our different logos. I nice. you know all the costumed pandas, t-shirts, pens, hats, that sort of thing. And again, these little kits that are really special if you know, you have a particular desire. So we've got, you know, a sticker kit that is all female pandas and a sticker kit that's all sports pandas. And so, you know, we've tried to make it fun and also just a great way to get our brand out there. It's amazing. I love that. And as we look at this year and even events and all that, obviously it went to all virtual last year. This year, that's changing and things are opening back up. What has been your approach to events? How are you looking at the return of them? Well, I think, you know, certainly with industry events, I think of them more as almost content syndication. We're, Hmm. you know, we're not expecting that there's going to be a high level of engagement when there's 500 or 600 people, you know, on a virtual platform and 30 or 40 vendors. But when it comes to our virtual events, we've had high engagement, high registration to attendance rates, anywhere from 60 to 80%. We've had two-day events where the majority of the attendees ended up staying on for the entire time and attending the full number of sessions available. And so some of that comes back to our approach around our content, which is not selling first and asking questions last. It's more about providing useful information making sure that the event gives people a chance to engage with each other, not just with us. 
And so that format really works for us. And we're going to continue that long after we're back in person with other events. And in fact, our customer experience, Panda Palooza, is going to be both in person and virtual in a broadcast format. So it'll be our first time doing a hybrid, but we're excited about it. And I think we'll have incredibly positive results from both experiences. Nice. That's amazing. So what other things are you thinking about as we approach the rest of these year? Obviously events, what else is on your radar from a marketing perspective and all that? Well, I think getting back to that whole keep things personal, our customer experience prior to 2020 was very much transactional in the sense that when they closed a deal, these things happened. And we thought about our customers more as companies, not as people necessarily. And over the last year, we've really enhanced our customer experience to be about human beings. So we actually will meet with our customers who say, yeah, I'm trying to increase my, you know, my personal brand. I'd like to be the CIO soon. And oftentimes we're meeting with people who are on a very serious professional journey. And one of the things they're doing is picking vendors like us who they want to partner with. And so we will help them get speaking opportunities, put them in front of the media. We celebrate their successes internally, even if it's not involving anything with Big Panda. And so I think taking that personal approach is something pervasive in our marketing efforts and the customer experiences is one of those big places where we've made a transformation. That's amazing. I love that. So let's dive into a little bit of your background as a marketer. What advice would you have for the marketing community out there? What key advice, words of wisdom, thoughts, all that would you have? Well, it's probably not great advice, but it's worked for me. And that is, you know, don't be afraid to take risks. Don't be afraid to make a mistake because if you do, it means you're trying new things. And the worst for me, the worst is maintenance marketing, where it just feels like every day is the exact same and, and you're sitting in your seat doing the same thing that the person who sat in that seat four years ago is doing. I think we're in a place where everything can be reinvented. Everything can be born in a new way. And I believe that marketers should look around and think about things that they could do that would make what they're currently doing a little bit different, snazzier. That's one thing I would say pretty consistently I do and that I ask you know, our team to do. And the second is to stay close to sales. Don't lose sight of the fact that you're not doing marketing for marketing's sake. And it's not about awards. It's about helping the field and opening doors and accelerating conversations. And as long as you keep that at the forefront, then your relationship with sales is really, really positive. And that for us has been also incredible because at a time when sales couldn't travel, couldn't go meet people and have in-person meetings, we relied on each other for everything, which was, you know, what are the accounts that you're trying to get into and, and how can we help? And so staying close to sales is the second thing I would say. And then yeah, keep it personal. I love that. That's such great advice. Well, this has been a pleasure to have you on. I really appreciate you joining, sharing all of your words of wisdoms and insights here and it's uh, been amazing. So thanks so much for joining. Thank you so much, Pat. I appreciate it. Thanks.